Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back to Tinseltown Tea. The yeah. Tinseltown of the tea. Yes. The tea of the Tinseltown. <laughs> All the different ways it can be said. But uh, thank y'all for rocking with us. You know, this is the place where we celebrate black and brown creatives in the industry. Yes. We love it. We hit y'all with a would you rather at the top. Then we go into a no better, do better. Mm-hmm. And then we have the news and then main segment. Um, and then after that, niggas, you should know. Because y'all should be knowing these niggas in the industry. Period. Right. If you don't, they don't know. I mean, you. come on. Come Get on. it together. Get it all the way together. But let's hit you with that would you rather. Um, I'm going to do a spooky one. I'm making Spook it off. Spook season. I know. Off the top. I, I am not a fan of scary movies, but I always respect the creators who make them. So, and they always scare me. They always get me. Doesn't matter how corny or bad. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a point in Hocus Pocus where I was terrified. But <laughs> this, uh, I'm gonna um, focus on Mr. Peel's work because that's probably the only person that I've I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you had a chance to basically like a Groundhog's Day, you're kind of living the same no. movie over and over again. No. Choice one, would you live in the world of Get Out? No. Or would it be, I believe the movie was Us? Hell no. (laughs) Hell no, bitch. Oh, God. notable. (laughs) Which one would you rather live in? Oh, God. Mm -mm. Definitely not Us. So I would do... um, I don't want get out either. Yeah. But the only reason that I would do get out is because I feel like I would make it out. <gasps> yeah. If I gotta fight a whole bunch of white folks, <laughs> like what's well, so be it. <laughs> what is? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I think I can make it out of there. Yeah. But us ain't no way. Mm-mm. There's no way I'm surviving. No. That movie was terrifying. Oof. And my damn doppelganger would beat my ass. <laughs> and she would slice me the fuck up. Yeah. Cause she, cause there is the, you're, it's a darker version of yourself. So I'm like, damn, a darker bitch than me. <laughs> oh, bitch. She cutting me up and she's slanging me all around town for everybody to see. I know, I, I know exactly what she's going to do and no. I'm not, not you knowing the next move is still dying. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, not living in her world. So no, that would I be think me. I have a better chance to get out. I can, you know, <sighs> I don't know. Shook and jive. <laughs> I don't know, child. I'll figure it out. No, I'm with you. I would, I would have to. It would have to be Get Out because, it, it. First of all, thank you for picking the happier ending in, in real time. Right, right. Like that he actually got out and escaped. Uh, amen. Blessings. Um, I didn't even see us. I was telling Corey er- earlier the trailer was enough for me. I was terrified. Was I terrifying. still don't understand why Lupita didn't win a role for because <laughs> I was like, what? My God. Nope. Um, terrifying terrifying so yeah i would i would have to do get out also it's a world where it's not like another version of myself that i'm running from that terrifies me too i'm just like yeah. dang everybody got a doppelganger that can that wants to kill you the better version of it wants to kill you bad mm, mm, no bad okay. yeah no your whole purpose is to kill the better ver- oh no 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 Mm-mm. yeah so get out it is i would have to fight the white people as much as possible it would be hard because, like, I wouldn't even eat the food. I wouldn't right. even like. I would. Just, I would be like, like 
trying to push food nope. on Nope. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So full. So full. So nope. full. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. Woo. I would rather just fight. I'm not fighting mm-hmm. my, no. I know my Dr. Gary is an evil ass bitch. Mm-hmm. So I ain't finna play with her. Yeah. No. It'd be so, get yeah. out for me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause she not gonna get me with that teacup. <laughs> she can try, but. She ain't with that teacup. Yeah, I'm smacking it out of her hand immediately. Right. That thing <laughs> <out of her. laughs> I can drown noise Ooh. out, so yep. I'll just drown the little, the little ting out. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's the one I would survive in. Yeah, eventually, if I kept waking up, I would just like wake up and just like, no, we not. Nope. We're, we're, I would just break up with the person. I, I'd be like, nope, we're not together right. anymore. Nope, and not going. I ain't going. going over there. No, bye. Right. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, bye, girl. It'd be from the beginning. I'd be like, matter of fact, I'm not leaving this room. Right. <laughs> you can go. You can go, though. Yeah, I ain't gonna have me back there. <laughs> nope. And then I would just find different ways to have fun with it. Like, I would yeah. be like, oh, like a pick your own story type of thing. <laughs> Hmm, what, what if, if I, I went out there running way. with that motherfucker if I went there? Right. <laughs> the what if I did the, you know, like it would be a little bit more fun. That's wild. But us, there's no world that Mm-mm. would be a fun Mm-mm. place to live. Oh, God. No. That was a terrifying movie. Mm-mm. And I don't get scared from scary movies, y'all. But that mm. movie scared the fuck out of me. Oof. Bitch, I went home that night and I was like, bitch, my doppelganger gonna be outside <laughs> my window <laughs> waiting, lined up with everybody oh, else the rest, of the rest of us that live in this building all day gonna be oh all sitting god. there waiting for us when we wake up that's what i thought when i went home but it didn't happen thank god thank god praise yeah. him child yeah we yeah, yeah. Made it out of there yeah 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 wild Whew. good would you rather <laughs> very spook season yes so let's get into our no let's better do better go. and this is a very i feel like i always say this, it's a very simple one push yourself through the slumps Ooh, i think the biggest thing about writing is that no one fucking does it <laughs> And yes. um, really, you know, unless you're getting paid to do it or mm. you're like on a deadline, mm. it's very hard to like do it. And even then, 100%. people are like, damn, this shit whore. Yeah. And I don't want to do it. Yeah. And most uh, writers spend the time procrastinating. So mm-hmm. my advice is to push yourself through the slumps. Not always. Yeah. But sometimes you just got to p- Sometimes you just got to push through and be like, yeah. I'm going to still write regardless. Even yeah. though I literally do what I want to, mm-hmm. I'm going to just force myself to sit here and write something. Yeah. Because uh, that's the only way it's going to get done. Yep. Is uh, if you do that. And that's just very simple. Yeah. It's uh, literally saying, sitting down and making yourself do it. Like, yeah. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. So uh, I wouldn't advise that all the time because you should, you know, it should still be fun. But right. if it's just been a minute and you just like, ah. Sit your ass down and just do it. Yeah. And that's just period. Yep. Because no one's going to make you do it but you. <sighs> and that's, that's big facts. That's just Like literally facts. no one gives a fuck about it but you. So nope. Yep. Give a fuck about it. Yep. 1,000%. period on period. 1,000%. Yeah. Nothing to add. <laughs> no notes. That makes sense. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 So, amen. Yeah. <laughs> so, go apply that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Well, thank you for that. Um, much needed. 
So, all right, on to the news. Um, we get all of our news from Shadow and Act. Yeah. Um, and they focus mostly on black and brown creators in the industry, but it's always good to read it all. So whether it's your Shadow and Acts, Hollywood Reporters, Variety, mm-hmm. stay on top of it. This industry is like constantly changing and moving and you have to be in the know. So that's why we do this segment. All right, so the first piece of news that we're bringing to you, uh, Ryan Coogler almost quit directing after Chadwick Boseman's death. Um, In a quote, it says, I didn't know if I could make another movie, which was super, super, super sad. sad. Um, But completely understandable. Um, Yeah. Black Panther director Ryan Coogler has admitted that he almost quit directing after the tragic death of Chadwick Boseman in 2020. Coogler told Entertainment Weekly in an interview ahead of the Black Panther Wakanda Forever that he thought about leaving the profession. And here's a quote, um, which is, yeah, it's so tough. Um, I was at a point when I was like, I'm walking away from this business. I didn't know if I could make another movie, period, let alone another Black Panther movie because it hurt a lot. I was like, man, how could I open myself up to feeling like this again? So I think a lot of times that we forget, like, you know, since we're farther away from the death and we're not as close to Chaz, we knew him as a public figure, but not closely. Like anytime someone passes, it is very, depending on how they pass, but it is very traumatic. It can be very, Mm -hmm. you know, heartbreaking. And especially if you worked with, I can't imagine working with someone that I love so dearly on like one of the most world breaking like movie like you know what yeah. i mean record like that's crazy like something as iconic as that yeah and of course with uh, i think in the early reportings of chadwick's passing he was very private you know right, very so, uh, few people knew what he was really going through took everybody by surprise and so i can completely understand why you know the shock hit him so so hard and his passing hit so hard, especially for him and all, all the people that were close to him. So Kugler says, after reflecting on their relationship and the conversations that they had about the film and the character of T'Challa, he decided to keep going. <clears throat> In a quote, uh-huh. he says, I was pouring over a lot of conversations that we had towards what I realized was the end of his life, he said. I decided that it made more sense to keep going. So now, of course, uh, the trailer has arrived. Um, and the movie will be out in November. And the filmmaker um, has delivered a film befitting Bozeman's legacy and one that will honor the late star. And this is according to the article. (sighs) Coogler was adamant from the start about not recasting T'Challa, believing that there was a better way forward for all involved that would first and foremost honor Bozeman. I think that was, I mean... Yeah, why would they ever do that? I I mean, first of all, it's a wise decision that he did that, number one. Um, You can't just, you know, I mean, given the way that Chadwick passed, you can't, it's not like it's Batman, right? Like, it's just going to switch out characters and keep it moving. Don't even dare. I think was a smart move. And with the trailer, it looks like someone else within... I think the family. I, I'm thinking Shuri's gonna be the. Black oh yeah, Panther. that looked very Shuri. And it looked like that for Probably sure. Probably trying to be secretive, but I'm like, that looks like Shuri. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely looks like Shuri. And with that, we can just transition to our um, other article. But yeah, so the full dr- trailer has dropped, and basically, the what we're gonna be seeing is going to be tensions between nations and new footage of a Black Panther suit. So. 
They didn't confirm that well, Shuri's Well, I saw gonna, titties but, on the suit. Yeah, definitely it was a woman. So if it's not Shuri, then it might be um, uh, maybe one of the Dora Milaje or um, what is, oh God, her name is escaping me. The... Lupita? And, yes, Lupita, Lupita's character. But I think, to my understanding, if I know the folklore... I barely saw her in that the, trailer, though. yeah. So, I mean, it could be a surprise thing, but it feels like it's going to be Shuri. Um, and it makes sense because she has, she's next to the line. Blood, yeah. yeah. So, we'll see. Um, Angela Bassett looks amazing as always. <laughs> like, every yeah. time. Every freaking time. And it looks like we have a new um, villain in our midst. It's I didn't know if it was a villain or not. I know. Like, I'll be honest with y'all. I didn't know. Yeah. Didn't so, feel villainous, but I didn't <sighs> oh we'll have God. to see. We will have to see. So here's the logline for you guys. In Marvel Studios, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Queen, Queen Romanda, played by Angela Bassett, Shuri, uh-huh. Leticia Wright, Mbaku Winston Duke, he's so fine. Okoye <laughs> Denai uh, Guari and the Dora Milaje, including Florence Kasu, Kasumba fight to protect their nation from intervening world powers in the wake of King T'Challa's death. As the Wakandians strive to embrace their next chapter, the heroes must band together with the help of war dog <clears throat> Nakia, Lupita Nyango, and Everett Ross, Martin Freeman, and forge a new path for the kingdom of Wakanda. So <sighs> they had, they're reeling from the passing of the king. Um, mm. The great Chadwick Boseman, aka um, Black Panther. Um, also, if you look at some of the 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 trailer, they have Shuri in the center, so it feels like she's definitely gonna be she's definitely gonna be the um, the Black Panther. But we'll see, of course. Um, and then, like, if you look at the there's a picture on um, Shadow and Act, but underneath it's like on top of is like the world of Wakanda and. At uh, the bottom, it's like the underworld, like the folks coming from the water. That shit's scary. Woo! Yeah. And it's intriguing. So the way they do it in the trailer, like, you have a sense that there's something coming from the water, but you don't really understand <laughs> what's about to happen. And, you know, the Marvel girls always want to keep a secret, girl. They Ooh, always... Lord. Because, you know, Marvel fans, y'all, y'all are wild. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all, yeah, yeah, like, y'all have all the subreddits, y'all done investigated, y'all uh, done, I'm like, yeah. no. Let me get on Reddit, that's where mm-hmm. I need to get on and figure out what's going on. They'll probably have the whole script up there before. And, <laughs> and, like, and I will definitely download that. Whole. Right. Like, download. How did y'all get this? What the fuck? I love Reddit. Oh, y'all are wild. But yeah, I'm definitely going to get my best Kente um, outfits. It will be going right. to the Wakanda Forever um, movie. Looking like somebody auntie. P- period. <laughs> With the traditional gear. Yeah, <laughs> it will happen. Look like I'm going to a Nigerian wedding. I don't care. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm very glad that Ryan made that decision not to like have someone else play you know what i mean him right. as if he didn't pass but to acknowledge it and then moves forward with the story in a different way and i appreciate that and it also like builds the the world of wakanda way better i think mm-hmm. Whew, so yeah wild. there it's uh so judith mentioned something about there being like another folklore mm-hmm. like mexican folklore mm-hmm. or something with mm-hmm. the water and the guy that's playing 
that king, the feather, mm-hmm. whatever king, mm-hmm. is Mexican actor. Ooh, so, come on. Uh, yeah. I'm here for we it. We might be blending some worlds here. I love Either that. way, they look scary as fuck coming out of water. Okay. I don't do water sheets. Oh, no. I'm like, I don't do water feathers sheet. coming from the water? <laughs> like, what? And they slither. Ugh. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Terrified. I'm like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. And I'm also one of the black folks no. who just don't do the water. Like, no. there's a whole other world down there. Yeah. And I don't want to see it. A whole new world indeed. And they, they these motherfuckers don't look like they fucking around with your ass. Right. <laughs> I'm like, wait they a minute. They slithered out that beach. And I, Oof. Yeah. That king is cute, though, I will say. That's I'm why like, I looked him up. I'm like, he attracted him. He fine, though. His name's Tanak. Fuck y'all, Kim. Tanak. Go ahead and look him up. Tanak Huerta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's cute. That's why I looked him up. So. Yeah, he fine, but again, yeah. the character was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I am like, he slithered out that beach, and I got scared. Whew. Can't wait to see it. So, yeah. Um, check that out, and I cannot wait to see it. You know, <laughs> you know we finna go up in there. Yeah, in big numbers, big we big finna numbers. We're gonna go crazy. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Let's, crazy. Let's go. All right. So, next up, we have Laura Harrier, a on people confusing her for Zendaya during the Spider-Man Homecoming press. Completely ridiculous. And yes, agreed. That whole sentence, that whole article lies <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? Okay. So, yeah, okay. Laura Harrier, uh, she's another actress. Again, she's on Spider-Man Homecoming again. But she, you've seen her also, if you've seen the Mike series, the Hulu series, she played Robin Gibbons in that as well. Mm-hmm. But she's been acting, and so has Zendaya. We know Zendaya. But um, she's, she's also in uh, Black Klansman. There you go. Um, and so she's opening up about how colorism has affected her career. So while many, including Zendaya, have made arguments about how colorism has helped lighter-skinned actresses, which is true, Harrier said that both she and Zendaya have also suffered still from the racism that comes with being similar skin tones. So to be clear, I mean, I don't really think they have similar skin tones. I think Harrier has is a bit more they, brown. Yeah, they um, don't. They don't. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but... Yeah, but sure. Um, maybe in Hollywood's eyes, she would still be considered light skin, if that makes sense. But oh yeah, yes, we're all in Hollywood's eyes. We're all the same color, child. So when discussing how colorism has played a part in her career, she admitted that she and her um, Spider-Man: Homecoming co-star have often been mistaken for each other. I do think, and this is a quote from her, I do think colorism in this industry is something that's slowly starting to change. But even when we were doing Spider-Man, I would get called Zendaya all the time. People wouldn't even what? take the time to differentiate us, she said, according to the Atlanta Black Star. Now, <sighs> Shadow and Act That is, makes no sense It to doesn't me. make any sense. I love that Shadow and Act put them side by side because they they don't look alike. They they just don't look like not e- like not even their skin tone, not their hair's texture, not the shape of their eyes, not the shape of their lips. Not the shape of their nose. They don't even got the same body type. Like, it don't even make, like, it don't make no sense. It just, it really, like, when you see the picture, you're going to be like, what? What? <laughs> like, it just doesn't, like, it doesn't make sense. I don't understand, but. Ugh, God. In a quote, she says, it got to the point where we would joke about it a lot. What else are we going to do but to laugh? Because it's so completely ridiculous. And that's correct. Because <laughs> they don't look alike. I I personally don't understand whatsoever. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, 
oh there's two black girls in the movie you gonna confuse them they don't even look alike they like, don't and their names Laura and Zendaya you gonna and I'm sure they're I'm completely like, different like, heights, too. Zendaya is tall as hell. Yeah, she, she is. Like, yeah. like, do I need to look this up? What? She's 5'10". Now, how tall is Laura? Oh, my God. Like, don't play with me. Y'all, just please, just try. Just do a little better. Zendaya is about six foot. Now, see. Okay, so they're they're close. They're okay, close in so height? Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Laura's Still, they, five nine, Zendaya's okay, five, five ten. ten. Okay, but they they, they don't, don't look, look alike. alike at all. They really don't. Um, yeah. Earlier in the interview, Harrier talked about length, about colorism in the industry, saying some of the most successful actresses of color tend to be lighter side, and that's definitely not okay. There are so many facets to the black experience, she said. Uh, there are so many ways that black people look, and the only having one narrow view is something that I think is ultimately putting everybody at a disadvantage. We're only shortchanging ourselves when we don't show a diverse range of stories and a diverse range of people on screen. And... <clears throat> that's correct <laughs> so like yeah that's that on that um yes. oh, amen yeah so yeah uh yeah do better hollywood get it together i guess um Don't yeah how many times we can say that like, yeah we say that all the time to y'all yeah uh laura is not zendaya just we'll put that out there for y'all um since it's so hard to tell them apart so weird <laughs> so strange <sighs> my god get Hannah Who, uh, Will Smith's new film, Emancipation, drops the trailer. Why Antoine Fuqua says slavery said film is a love story. So I'm going to be transparent. I have not seen the trailer yet. No. Um, I don't know if I'm going to see this, guys. Not because I don't support Will Smith or An Antoine Fuqua, but... I just, I think a lot of people have been talking. I don't know how many, like, what it, what's the, what's the term? Uh, I guess black pain, like trauma. trauma. There we go. Black trauma movies. I can see, but let's get into it. Let me not write it off immediately. So shadow and act had the exclusive teaser trailer debut of emancipation, the upcoming movie from Apple original film starring Will Smith directed by Antoine Fuqua. The film will premiere in theaters December 2nd before it's December 9th uh, debut on Apple TV. The news comes after a screening of the film was hosted on Saturday with the NAACP during the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation's 51st annual legislative conference in Washington, DC. Ooh, y'all triggered me, took me back. Congressional Black Caucus. The CBC baby. Whew. Uh, this is the CBCF. Different things, same people. Okay, so the screening was followed by a conversation with Fuqua, Smith, and Mary Elliott, curated a curator of American slavery at the National, the Smithsonian National Museum of American African American History and Culture. Angela mm -hmm. Rye moderated. <clears throat> so here's the film's official description. Emancipation tells the triumphant story of Peter, played by Will Smith, a man who escapes from slavery, relying on his wits, unwavering faith, and deep love for his family to evade cold-blooded hunters and the unforgiving swamps of Louisiana on his quest for freedom. The film is inspired by the 1863 photos of whipped Peter, taken during the Union Army medical examination. The first appeared in Harper's Weekly, one image known as the Scourge Back, which shows Peter's bare back mutilated 
by a whipping delivered by his enslavers ultimately contributed to the growing public opposition to slavery. Whew. Okay. So, um, and, uh, Mr. Fuqua, the director also spoke about how the film may differ from previous films we've seen set during slavery and about enslaved people. Quote, he says, I've never seen a film like this in the subject matter, Fuqua says. It's always felt like a lot of times films are made about slavery, that they're like Hallmark cards. People sing hymns, romanticism that goes with it sometimes. Uh, this is not that. This doesn't shy away from the brutality, nor it doesn't minimize brutality and the reality of it. And there's a strong character to center. It's hard to make a film about the subject matter that's inspiring, but the scorched back of Peter, the actual photo, it inspired. It was a rally cry against slavery, and here we are making a film about it today. So yeah, um, there's more. The article goes on more. Again, we'll have a link to it so you guys see it. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've seen a lot of slavery films that do not romanticize it and definitely show all of the brutality of it i don't know <laughs> like yeah. i've definitely seen that <laughs> so, I feel like they all do yeah because it is what it is yeah <laughs> just like yeah like, how are we gonna romanticize slavery huh yeah i don't think you i mean even django unchained i was like holy cow i think that was the last yeah that's the last i saw um but yeah so hey if y'all are interested in it it doesn't mean these stories shouldn't be told yeah. Um, or supported. So yeah, see how that goes. Um, be interested to see, you know, Will Smith's performance since his last one from, you know, the infamous slap heard around the world. Um, <laughs> but to, to highlight, he played uh, Serena Williams' father in the movie that he actually got the award for. Um, his first ever Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds uh, crazy. Yeah. That does sound crazy for Will Smith's career. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah. Emancipation, the trailer is I don't think he's out. ever played a slave, though. So. Yeah. That'll be interesting. And I've never seen him something like this. I've never seen him do that. Yeah. I so. probably won't see him. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, I probably but y'all can watch it. Yes, yes, you know, um, yeah, go see it if if that's something you want to watch. I think that's dope. Yeah, if yep. that tickles your fancy. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, yep. so yes, we can jump right into the main segment. Let's do it because you know it's, it feels like a little mini main segment, but it's something that we've never we don't really talk about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. But when I read this article, I'm like, these are helpful. Mm. That's gold. Um, so let's do it. It's a more technology-based one. Ooh. And uh, it's the best Google Chrome extensions for screenwriters. So I don't know about y'all, but the only search engine type situation I use on my computer is Google Chrome. So if you're on your phone, you probably use Safari or you have a MacBook, you use Safari. But Google Chrome mm-hmm. has these things called extensions mm. that you can uh, download to make your experience better when you're on the interwebs. Nice. So, um, this article from Screencraft, and I'm pretty sure it's by Mr. Hold Miyamoto. Up, hold up. Is it? Mm-mm. Oh, no. It's by somebody else. Yep. But uh, <laughs> Millie Dinsdale. But anyway. Good job. We just have a, we really right. love. We just love uh, Ken. Ken. Yeah. So. That's. Nothing um, against your work. Yeah. Nothing against your work, friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, Google Chrome <laughs> is uh, it's a pretty good search engine to mm-hmm. me. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I, what these I think you're right. Search yeah. engine. Search Whatever. Engine. 
And uh, these extensions, I have a few on my mm. Google Chrome that allows me to do a whole bunch of shit. Like, nice. that just makes my life a lot easier. So these extensions I've never even heard of are things that will make your writing journey easier. Okay. So they are, extensions are software programs you can install in your Google web browser. And um, yeah, she said these extensions can help you with every stage of the scripting process from research, playing and writing to formatting, editing. Um, obviously they're not gonna write the story for you, right. but they can simplify the process because we all know it's a long process and there's mm -hmm. a lot of things that who the tutors got to do okay. to get to the finished product. <laughs> so much. Okay. So the first one she talks about is Pro Writing Aid. It's a writing mm -hmm. assistant. Um, it's an extension that has everything you need to produce a polished script wherever you write. You can use it across a wide range of websites as well as Google Docs. Ooh, that's helpful for that me. That is very helpful. Um, so it's a spelling and grammar Okay, so she says spelling and grammar mistakes obviously can make your script look unprofessional and pro writing aids grammar checker highlights errors and suggests to corrections so that you can catch any issues before your script lands on the producer's desk. As well as fixing simple grammar mistakes, it also offers more in-depth reports that can analyze aspects such as dialogue. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So your audience only has one chance to understand the meaning of a sentence so it can help with your dialogue and it help the prove the clarity by flagging areas where speech is chunky or convoluted and recommending changes. So it's giving very AI. Mm -hmm. um, so the diction <laughs> report can also ensure your script flows well by detecting overwritten phrases. I well, yep. Well, why y'all yeah. calling me out? Truly. Um, well, let me all right, put this on my, right now. Let me just put it on there. Uh, so she says it's best known for catching grammatical errors and improving dialogue. Mm-hmm. Okay, next one is screenplay subs. So if you're new to screenwriting, one of the best ways to hone your craft is by reading screenplays. Even if you're not new to writing, uh, I literally read yeah. screenplays every single day at this point. Yeah. And I've been writing for a while. Mm -hmm. So uh, studying the work of others offers insight into how aspects just formatting dialogue character arcs and plot development come together in a script and she ain't lying we talk mm -hmm. about this all the time so screenplay subs offer something arguably better the ability to watch your favorite netflix movies alongside the screenplays oh what come on come on be i'm downloading this immediately um, i'm on Google wait a Chrome minute right now wait a give minute me a second wait girl. a minute give me a second all these motherfucking shows about to be watched like that. Excuse me. <laughs> Come on. Don't. She just changed the game. Girl. For me. Thank you, girl. Girl. What? Girl. This what? might be the only way I can watch a, a, a scary movie, honestly. But right. <laughs> this might be the only oh way. I did not so, know. So, yeah, this. it seems like it works for Netflix. Okay. And it syncs up with screenplays and displays them side by side. Child. That's dope, y'all. That is amazing. Sorry, I was away from the mic. <laughs> But no, we always talk about what, reading the script as yes. you watch, but this makes it easy. Oh my God, yes. Instead of you having to look at your computer and then look at the TV. Yes, and you can see the structure as it goes. Oh, I'm trying right. to tonight. And it has a snake. demo on Vimeo that's included in this article. Oh, and yes. it seems like it highlights the dialogue as it's being said. Oh, let's go. So, I mean, it's Let's go. technology, it's, it's it's a lot to develop technology. So mm -hmm. it seems like they only have it developed for Netflix. Netflix. Hey, so that's okay. That's enough. I'm going to watch all the rom-coms. Y'all don't even know. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm oh, doing oh. this today. 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 That's amazing. That's dope. Okay. Yep. So that is very helpful. Mm -hmm. I absolutely suggest. Absolutely. She said, if you're new to screenwriting, no. Even if you're not new, you need to be doing oh, this yeah. regardless. Yep. New scripts come out all the time yep. and new movies come out all the time that yep. we want to study. So 
Woo. Let's go. So um, she said, so yeah, the script automatically adjusts its position according to the timestamp of the film. Mm-hmm. This means you can examine how the elements of a screenplay directly translate onto the big screen mm-hmm. or even how they differ Yep. from the earlier version of the script you could be looking at. Yeah. So she said, doesn't support all Netflix movies. Okay. Once you install it, you can check out the movie catalog and browse available titles. I'm sure they have good mm-hmm. titles on there that are still going to be super helpful. So that's called screenplay subs. Either way, we're linking this article oh, yes. in the description so that yes. you can get all these and look through them yourselves. Come on. The next one she talks about is Joplin Web Clipper. So research is crucial if you want to write a believable and compelling screenplay. It helps your characters in the world they inherit feel tangible. can also prevent inaccuracies and rewrites further down the line. Fact. So research can be an extensive process yes lord it's easy to lose track of resources and feel overwhelmed by the sheer quantity of data and documents mm-hmm. so jopling web clipper is a useful chrome extension chrome chrome extension that can simplify the research process allows you to capture and save useful web pages as you go mm-hmm. you can organize the clippings into files to help keep track of <coughs> your findings the extension gives you the option to clip a web page a simplified version of the page or a screenshot of a specific section all right bet. so for the gals who be doing like i don't know you'd be writing stuff like um that has to do with like police shit or mm-hmm. science shit yeah. or law even law shit yeah. you know all you have it. to do all that research and you have to know all the things yeah uh, this would be a helpful tool for you i, I don't can... do much research on my shit because all my shit be made up but yeah i would even think um so like writers for like late night if there's mm. like some of the late night shows are very politically heavy. You oh, know what yep, I mean? And too. research. If you want to set your joke right, or if you want to make sure the, the if you're doing a sketch right, the Ooh, world. That too. Yeah, so that could be super helpful. Yep, so get that one for That's the dope. research gals. All right, so the next one is Jotterpad. And it's like she's uh, advertising for them. Struggling okay. to format your screenplay? <laughs> Jotterpad <laughs> is a text editor that transforms your writing to a professionally structured script at the click of a button. What? So your work will need to be written in Markdown or Fountain. Don't know what the fuck that is. Oh, oh it's a plain text markup language for screenwriting. Uh-oh. I don't know what any of that means. I don't know what that means. means. Yeah. I'm, never... I'm not smart enough for that. I don't write in Markdown. Right. Uh, plain okay. text markup language. I don't know what that means. So, okay. but you guys probably know. Okay. You can then choose from a selection of industry standard script formats to bring your story to life. There's mm-hmm. also an in-app dictionary thesaurus and a searcher in place function to help you edit as you go. So the Chrome extension allows you to work offline, sync your writing with Google Drive, OneDrop and Dropbox. You can export and share. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if it, the formatting gals, it, it's helpful for you. That's dope. So read aloud. It's is the next one it's easy to overlook narrative holes or unnatural speech patterns when you've been staring at the same script for weeks so hearing your work read aloud can offer a different perspective and reveal areas of writing that need fine-tuning after all dialogues written to be delivered out loud Mm. so read aloud is a text-to-speech chrome extension that can read text from google docs pdfs google playbooks and amazon kindle it's also compatible with web pages and online publications if you prefer to digest research materials audibly rather than reading them Mm. there's a variety of choices to choose from amen and you Mm -hmm. can customize the speed and pitch there's also a text highlighting tool you can use the flash sections of a script you want to rework or ideas you want to come back to so that's helpful for me. I know I yeah. use Fade In as my um, mm. screenwriting software, and they have like a read aloud function in Fade In, but oh, the voices dope. suck. Uh, so I don't usually use it. I usually just read it out loud myself. But gotcha. this would be helpful for me because I want to hear different voices because I don't want the same voice. Yep. That is robotic as hell. Yeah. Boo. Boo does yeah. that shit. So, no. So, yeah. 
these are the the few chrome extensions or mm-hmm. five best chrome extensions for screenwriting shout out to her for doing the work to yes. find these because i had did not know yo and i'm well actually because all i use is google chrome and i actually will be downloading all these um in about 10 minutes yes. so <laughs> thanks girl yes. we're gonna put this article in the description shout out to millie y'all yeah shout out to millie this is probably a way different episode than we've done you know it's very technical based but mm-hmm. hey everyone pretty much writes on the computer anyway mm-hmm. um i feel like there's some people who still hand write their scripts that's yeah. a little interesting yeah but <laughs> i ain't doing all that i, no. I don't want carpetona so <laughs> you know for the girls yeah. who write you know on a computer uh definitely take advantage of all the resources that absolutely. are available to you to absolutely. make you a better writer okay so yeah mm-hmm. that is uh that article from let me say i was gonna say millie bobby brown <laughs> millie what's her name millie Dinsale. Ooh, go off millie thank you for that <laughs> I sound like um Shirley Ralph from Abbott. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh my god. That was so funny. Ooh, child. That's so y'all so shout out to Millie. Mm-hmm. Definitely check out this article. Yes. Gonna, like I said, a thousand times we're gonna have it linked in the description. Yes. And just make your life easier. Honestly. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make your life easier, child. No, that's super helpful. I'm definitely gonna try the I think it was the sub re the mm-hmm. I'm gonna try that because yeah, that cuts down a lot of time. I can be watching and reading my favorite script at the same time right. understanding the structure and seeing how it comes like it's such a great tool to break down like yes. great movies so i'm like oh here i come i'm gonna do all the netflix movies y'all here we come. okay billy the gave the keys you know oh thank come you come on Millie Bobby Brown. come on <laughs> Ooh. Oh, oh my god i love it all right well let's get into our niggas you should know so i'll go first um yes as mentioned earlier uh my nigga you should know laura harrier um not to be mistaken with zendaya <laughs> i know it's hard for you girls um but yes she is a beautiful bo- beautiful beautiful american actress and model she's actually been modeling since 17 like holy wow. cow yeah <laughs> um so yeah she moved to new york city where she continued modeling and was represented by agencies such as img models and willamita models girl and listen i don't know much about the modeling industry but i was raised off of america's next top model and yeah. those two were the model girls okay they were like if you weren't at either of these agencies they were like girl you ain't shit bye so yeah, she was absolutely <laughs> goodbye. So she was uh, one of the top, uh, both of these, uh, she modeled for various uh, mainstream magazines and appeared in campaigns like for Urban Outfitters, Macy's, mm. Steve Madden, all of that. Um, after appearing in several commercials and student films, Harrier decided to pursue acting and studied at the William Espier Studio. She was first recognized mm. for her role as Destiny Evans in the 2013 one season reboot of the American soap opera One Life to Live. Girl, they went straight over to the soaps, honey. 
I know that's yeah. right. So Harrier's role as Peter Parker's love interest, Liz Allen in Spider-Man Homecoming brought her international attention in 2017. She gained further recognition for portraying civil rights activist Patrice Dumas in Black Klansman in 2018, receiving mm-hmm. a Black Reel Award um, nomination. She starred as an art student in the independent drama film Balance, Not Symmetry in 2019, and in 2020 she received further attention for starring as Camille Washington in Netflix miniseries Hollywood. I remember that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Harrier is an ambassador of Louis Vuitton and was modeled for other luxury brands like uh, Bulgari, Calvin Klein, and Boss. Um, she's outspoken about issues relating to civil rights, equality, and frequently uses her social media to raise awareness. Go off. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Laura Harrier, uh, she is that nigga you should know. <laughs> Not Zendaya, but both of them beautiful, amazing actresses, both in their own right. Uh, get into it. So yeah. All right. Shout out to Laura, not Zendaya. <laughs> like, please get it together, please, friends. Please, please. Um, yeah, so you'll be seeing her in, in all the things. So shout out to her. Mm-hmm. My guy is Kooks, Ryan Coogler. Hey. I don't feel like he needs introduction. Right. We should know who this man I mean, is. I mean, the Kooks, the Ryan Coogler, mm-hmm. Mr. Oakland himself. He is an American filmmaker. Mm-hmm. His first feature film, which I didn't even know was his first one, was Fruitvale Station, which yes. wrecked my entire soul. Oof. I've only seen it once, can never see it again. He has never had a, a bad film. Like, it's yeah. crazy. No. Ugh. How are you going to start what's, off with Fruitvale? What's bad? <laughs> That's the first one? Stop it. Ugh. Um, And it won the top audience in Grand Jury Awards in the U.S. Dramatic competition mm-hmm. at the 2013 Sundance Film Festival, as it should. It was freaking it was amazing wrenching mm-hmm. he has since co-written and directed the seventh film in the rocky series creed mm. so it's the first one in the creed franchise now because they are on their third one i, I think. mean yeah that is a franchise yep yep, yep, yep a yep. little franchise mm-hmm. and uh obviously he did black panther we talked mm-hmm. about him earlier and he directed black panther wakanda forever mm-hmm. thank god he continued to yeah. you know do his career yeah um so uh, in 2013 he was included on times list of the 30 people under 30 who are changing the world amen Go come on Go off. his work has been hailed by critics for centering on often overlooked culture and characters most notably african americans or well, black folks well. um and in 2018 he was named the runner-up of times person of the year wow and he was included in the annual time 100 list of the most influential people in the world wow okay mm. in 2021 he zinzi who i believe is his wife mm. oh yeah zinzi mm-hmm. and sev ohanian founded the multimedia company proximity media to create event driven content across various platforms mm. so shout out to them yes i like the name proximity media it's you know it seems like it's something that it's gonna put you know Underrepresented folks in proximity. Yeah. Two things. Yeah. So, um, just to talk about some other things that he did. So, he was an executive producer on the ESPN 30 for 30 film, The Day the Series Stopped, which is about the game three of the 1989 World Series between the San Francisco Giants and the Oakland Athletics. Of course, Oakland. When an earthquake shook the Bay Area to its core. Whoa. So, that sounds scary. Yeah, terrifying. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then 2013, he said he was working on a graphic novel young adult novel about an undisclosed subject matter mm-hmm. hopefully maybe that'll still come out nice he 
this seems old. So he was an executive producer on Creed 2, even mm-hmm. though I don't think he directed that one. And he has written the story outline for Creed 3. Okay. Which I believe stars Jonathan Major. Ooh. As the guy going against MBJ. Ooh. 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 Here for it. <laughs> Here for it. He was a producer on Judas and the Black Messiah, mm-hmm. and he was a producer on the Space Jam sequel uh, with Jam. Uh, LeBron James, of course. Um, and uh, Proximity Media that we just talked about, his production company signed an exclusive five-year deal mm-hmm. with Disney mm-hmm. to produce content for them, which includes a Disney Plus television series based in Black Panther's home country of Wakanda. Almighty. It will also co-produce the Marvel series Ironheart and. Um, yeah, most recently, oh, this has nothing to do with him, but he has an HBO executive that joined uh, his team at Proximity Media. Mm-hmm. So I love when people get their production companies together yeah. and they get them things going, child, yeah. because yeah. if anybody needs a production company, it is him. So yeah. I can continue to put out the teens, child, mm-hmm. because we need it, child. Yep, 100%. We need it. And they gave him a special thanks. Okay, so the movie Soul, that Pixar movie with, Starring Jamie Foxx gave him a special thanks. Oh, wow. That's dope. I don't know what that means, but I, don't either. Well, I okay. appreciate it. <laughs> yes. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that is, in a nutshell, his career so far. But mm-hmm. as y'all know, he's got a lot going. I'm glad that he wants to continue to mm-hmm. keep going. Yes. I know it's hard for him, yeah. but I'm glad that he is continuing to keep going because we love his stuff. Yeah, that's dope. So, yeah. Shout out to Ryan Cooks. Yeah. And Laura and uh shout out to y'all because that's yes. the end of the episode yes hopefully y'all learned some technical stuff yeah um which is new for us but you know this yep. is the world we live in so yeah. we want to keep y'all abreast yes of all the things going on mm-hmm. that can help make y'all lives easier as y'all write yeah that was super helpful i loved it yes and mm-hmm. with that we are out since town on all the things we'll see y'all next time bye And that's on period. Network.